Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, a very, very, very good game came out this year, and it wasn't just Pokemon Arceus. No, there's, <laughs> there's more than that going on. We thought we'd take this time to spotlight a certain title called Tunic, like we did, I think, earlier this year? Yes. Like ten years ago. Earlier this year. We did a very similar title to this, just as a way to spotlight Pray for the Gods, which was a game that I played through that actually came out last year that I just wanted to shout about for a little while and sing its praises, and we're going to try and do this a little bit more to shine a spotlight on certain titles. Um, so with that in mind, we're going to talk about Tunic. Josh, Beaten the thing, I certainly it's have. Pretty damn good. It's pretty damn good. Tunic, Scott. If you do not know, mm. it's like an isometric throwback action adventure game yes. in the same vein as the old Zelda game. So you know, you're you're a little um, you're a little fox this time around, <laughs> and you're exploring an overworld, and you're yes. going into dungeons, you're getting upgrades to unlock previously locked doors, all of that jazz. If you have played something like the older Zeldas, you will know it's very Zelda. What you're getting yourself into, mm. and that's kind of why I wrote it off initially, despite Ooh. its really good reviews and despite. Despite you recommending it back at the time, I was like, why would I play a game called Tunic when I've got Elden Ring over here, I've got <laughs> Dying Light here, I've got Horizon Forbidden West over here, all of these Oli AAA Oli games. Oli in there too. Oli Oli World is in there as well. <laughs> but now that we're in a bit of a lull from the AAA space, I thought, right, I'll sit down and I'll go back to this, see what all the fuss is about. Yeah, yeah. And I knew from the first 10 minutes that this game was going to be something special. I hate to say I told you so, the I... hives, but I was completely <laughs> right. Call me the hives because yes, um, I fully agree. Uh, like This game is something special and it's not the derivative thing I uh, thought it was going to be. No. And that's entirely in how it um, relays its mechanics to the player. It has this ingenious framing device where you, as this little fox, are discovering how to use the game's mechanics and yes. more about the world and the story by discovering um, an actual video game manual. Like so in the, good. In the classic kind of um, form that you would get in a PS1 game or an N64 game or a SNES game, a cartridge or whatever, mm. you know, you've got this manual that you're collecting the pages for and that essentially tells you how to play the game. Mm. So you're unlocking um, items and weapons before then, but the game's in-game language is indecipherable. Like yeah. You don't know what Full that symbols. means. It's just symbols and runes and stuff. So you're picking up these things, but you don't know what they are. Mm. And yes, you can experiment with them, but you don't fully understand uh, how things work unless you get these pages and it's just a love letter to video games yeah. in that way the fact that it's you know taking something that is now archaic and essentially non-existent in the video game manual and forefronting it in its world yeah. is like incredible there's more to it but that no, is like, the feature that got me in one of the coolest things if you've grown up playing video games if you you know playing stuff in the 90s the early 2000s or whatever you'll remember instruction books you'll remember buying something sitting on the bus sitting in the back of your parents cars you drove home and just thumbing through all the different pages and being familiar over uh, you know learning a certain world about a video game or whatever it is certain terminologies or what you're about to get into Tunic inverts that in one of the best ways and just says, well, if you threw you into the game first and you pick up the pages later, those old manuals always did tell you arguable spoilers. Like, yes. you know, sometimes they would. 
um, and it kind of just uses that like like very much in its favor and I just love that stuff all the pages that you find are like super high res and um, you can zoom all the way in and look at like the dot matrix printing they always look they look like they're straight from the 90s um, but yeah it's very much a love letter like Josh said to people who have grown up playing video games um, I wonder if it would work with someone who was like never actually read an instruction book in their life and they're buying digital because even instruction books now if you buy physical are like yeah. cards that's like, it it's never right? anything but it's great I think it would work because the pages themselves are so lovingly put together like mm. it's not just the information that you're getting it's like the artwork is yeah. incredible like the way it kind of um, kind of showcases the characters and the locations you come across in a new more dynamic way mm. in, in a lot of ways mm. like you learn about the world through the imagery in the book alongside the text that goes alongside mm. it so I think that even if you don't have that element of nostalgia remembering when you had to flick through the manuals to understand how to <laughs> defeat a certain boss like it still is visually engaging yeah. so it's worth finding the pages for that but yeah you're exactly right you know back in the day like when you had to thumb through those manuals to figure things out like mm. they were an integral part of the experience and mm. progression and this understands that so if you play this game and you're kind of just thinking of them as collectibles yeah. and you're not engaging with the manual like you'll probably get stuck I, I was going to say you need to on yeah. the first boss because I didn't understand <laughs> how to level up my character for instance right. and it was because I didn't have the page and I needed to actually look through and read to get that information and that might sound cumbersome mm. but it's done in a really intuitive way in a way that keeps you engaged in the world and makes the rewards in the world actually feel satisfying yeah so there's another thing to this as well I was going to say in terms of like base combat and base gameplay like it feels very satisfying and tactile the combat has a real punch to it I don't know if they're jumping frames when you hit enemies right. but there's a real like connection there that I think is very satisfying um, another thing is in terms of the way the world is designed a little bit soulsy and a little bit sort of overlapping you don't realise that you're about to come back on a, a place that you just were at maybe half an hour ago or something um, but the way this game does rediscoverability of the areas that you've been to where you don't realise how much because um, it's always I think most of the time it's forced perspective yeah. the vast majority of the time it is and where you can move like within a frame or something but you'll appear in the foreground of a previous shot you'll come in from the side you'll go down a waterfall or something that level of um, interconnectedness I feel hardly any games get right and this thing Dude. showboats Hey I'm Ryan Reynolds At Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does They charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. It absolutely blew me away. Like <laughs> I'm going to compare this to Elden Ring so much. It's mm. not just because they came out at the same time, but it's actually because they tap in to a lot of the same game d- design ethos. Yep. Obviously in massively different genres. You know, Elden Ring is this big open world action RPG, and this is much smaller, much more contained. Mm. But that kind of dedication to discovery and interconnectedness and giving you a believable playground that is fun to explore is like there in both counts and you're absolutely right the way that these levels are designed and the way that they link together gives you the kind of like that rush when you finally understand how it works how mm. these environments are linked I think it has the best shortcuts since the first Dark Souls I <laughs> yeah. just think every time you come up one of these alleyways that you didn't know was there or like like you said it was know, there the whole time <laughs> yeah ascend a waterfall and you're just thinking how did I miss this you yeah. know what I mean it gives you that like adrenaline rush like genuinely that you're piecing this world together from fragments mm. I, I was reading an interview before I came in to record this I think it was from one of the game designers who said one of the best uh, experiences is when players realize that the game isn't a square it's actually a cube oh. you just continue finding these dimensions to the environment to uh, the mechanics and there's always an extra layer of depth like fed style yeah that you didn't know was there and that is what keeps it engaging throughout like I went throughout the entire main campaign got to the end right. and then there was just so much packed in there that I didn't even realize was in there you know <laughs> so I was going back through levels finding these locked doors mm-hmm. and there were just so many extra mechanics so many extra features that I wasn't aware of and that's what makes it kind of this special thing to constantly scratch the surface of because yeah. you can keep digging in it and there I'm sure there is a like a bottom where you cannot <laughs> continue digging but that like thing is, is it's long it's long I think there's a reason that it was announced um, a good few years ago it kind of felt like it was t- it's taking a while to come out and it feels like the devs like you said have layered everything so you're getting more out of it the more time you spend in it um, I need to shout out the fact that like obviously visually art direction wise it is is an animal protagonist. It's very cutesy. It looks like a diorama. It looks like a small sort of, almost like it's made of foam or something. Yeah. Um, that for me massively works in my favor. Give me any animal protagonist, I'll come running. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things that I think needs to be shouted out that the actual core of what you're doing isn't a kid's game. It's not one of those things. And um, just to sh- like mention that on the face, I think a lot of people tend to look at artwork like this or look at games like this and kind of just go, ah, oh, that's not for me. But it, it can be like something that has this much depth to it and this much reward and especially the way the combat feels, um, it absolutely can be for you. There absolutely is as well. Like, one of the biggest surprises that the game has was just how difficult it got especially <laughs> yeah. in the boss fights mark my words I am going to get into a list the final boss of this game because I oh. was smashing my head against the table for like an hour trying to take this boss down if it defeated you <laughs> I, I was in awe of Mr. Josh bro Dude, uh, beating bosses you really need to like learn the attack mm. patterns all of that stuff bring all of the weapons and extra like kind of magic items that you find mm. to these fights and really like give it your all like you need to concentrate it's it's definitely accessible for a younger audience but it has kind of like that skill ceiling yeah. that makes it rewarding for you know seasoned players of action no totally games. it's um it's weird overall as well because in that in terms of the when the combat gets tighter it reminded me of death's door like that was kind of mm. the tunic of 2021 like this sort of isometric very well realized 
very well, um, a well-intentioned art direction-wise sort of action RPG type thing, and it just reminds me of that, and I feel like this is that game that it's very easy to overlook, especially when the first half of the year was so stacked, um, but because the rest of this year is so empty, um, you might as well go pick something up like this, and like Death's Door, you can be pleasantly surprised by it. Absolutely, I think it's just, I think it's just one of those hidden gems that, like mm. I said, just has this surprising amount of depth to it. The definite, definite hook of it, IMO, is the uh, kind of whole secret element. Yes. Just the fact that there is so much to uncover. And even though it's a much smaller player space than something like um, Elden. Elden Ring, <laughs> of course, uh, it still has that level of depth and that level of discovery um, to it when you're going through these hidden pathways. Mm. So you're finally finding a code to get in a door that you've been looking at for 10 hours <laughs> and you finally see what's on the other side. Like The way it engages you on that level mm. is incredible. And also, like the actual story itself, while more abstract and less straightforward, like goes to some pretty dark places, man, yep. towards the end. Like in the final few levels, uh, it kind of breaks away from the cutesy forest aesthetic and mm -hmm. goes somewhere kind of a little bit more disturbed. Mm -hmm. And that was a real pleasant surprise as well. Obviously, I won't spoil exactly what that is. Now. No, totally. Sometimes, like, setups like this, like what Ori in the Blind Forest or World of the Wisps, like you set up with this sort of cutesy aesthetic, this assumption, especially the way that something like Blind Forest opens, and um, there's an assumption of everything being calm and tranquil and lovely and whatever. But I love that being completely inverted. And like you said, that makes the dark moments or the more um, cerebral moments hit a hell of a lot harder. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below. Did you pick up Tunic? Are you hopefully going to go check it out? And just what do you think of the overall rollout of games this year so far? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.